Hey, 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 welcome to the couch. I'm your host, Rob Fields, and today is a special one. Today is the season one finale, and we're going to finish the way that basically the show started. We're going to sit down with my wife, Chanel Fields. Thank you to all of you all for your support over the duration of this first season. We really appreciate it, and we're just so thankful for the follows, the shares, you know, telling a friend to tell a friend. All right. So we're going to take a break. And after the break, we're sitting down on the couch with Chanel Fields. I'm your host, Rob Fields, and we'll be right back. All right. All right. We are back from the break. Today is a special one because this is the season finale. Season one is over and I'm going to end the first season like I began. And, you know, I have to lay out the red carpet for all of my guests. This one is live and in action. And the person that I have on the show today is someone who has motivated me in this process. She's been my backbone. She's been. The, the, the fire in my belly at times. She's smart. She's hardworking. She's an amazing mother. And she's the love of my life. She's a sexy thing, too. Mm-hmm. But listen, ladies and gentlemen, please give big hand claps to the queen of the couch family. Chanel Fields. Thank you. Was that good? Yeah, I wanted you to keep on, actually. I can. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll put it together. Okay. Don't, don't no, worry. That was good. Thank you. Yeah. So, Chanel, today, first of all, thank you for being the first returning guest on the show. You're the first. So you were on the episode with Amaya. Now I have you all to myself. And the kids are not home. It's going to be fun. What? (laughs) Let's go. Yeah, so today we're going to talk a lot about love and, you know, just relationships and just how we get down. We're going to go under the hood of this Ferrari (laughs) or Tesla or whatever you want to call it. But, um... You know, the, the the conversation will be centered around that, but we're going to have a great time. So, Chanel. Yes. The first question that I have for you. Let me let me paint a picture for this first question. I'm going to paint a picture for you. And so, I have no clue what he's going to ask me about. Right. I, I, I gave you minimal prep. So, all of this is fresh. You didn't give me any prep. No, I gave you, I gave you about 30 <laughs> seconds. So, the first, this, this is how I'm going to frame this first question. So, imagine. Yes. You and I. We're at an award show. And I don't know, for conversation's sake, we can just say we're at the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm getting the best actor award award for the night. Everybody's there to see me pretty much, right? Of course. The guy up on stage, he starts to do his thing. He's hosting. Could be a woman. Is, no, it's a guy. It's a guy. Guy's on stage. He's hosting. He starts to get into his groove and he starts talking about you, right? All right. Oh, I know where we're going. When, when you, when, so I decide to get up and walk towards the stage. Mm-hmm. Tell me 
what you would do as I'm standing up approaching the stage? How would you how would you work that? I would be like, is this a part of the script or Rob, can you please just shut down? Like, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) So there are, there are a lot of options on the table, right? Silence and inactivity is one. The next one is, yeah, go get that food. He can't talk to me like that. You know, it's a lot of different ways, and that that's that's your approach. That's how you're going to take it. Exactly. All right, cool. Why, but why? Uh, well, first of all, you know, like, I don't like that much attention or, like, focus on us guys. So I'm like... That's why I'm about to go up there and open, slap, yeah, open hand slap them. Yeah, but <laughs> not because of... Not because of me, like, you do whatever you want to do if it's, like, something that's concerning you, but you don't have to bring me into it. I'm a big girl. I can take stuff. Like, that's just a part of it. I feel like. I'm fighting for your honor. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you don't have to do it like when the TV is on or a camera is on. Yeah. Nah, I, I wouldn't like you doing that at all. I, I get, I know where you, like, we're talking about Will, right? Don't say his name. <laughs> you might want to come on the platform one okay, day. Okay, I'm sorry. Nah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I so, mean, yeah. I, I understand why that might have triggered something, but at the same time, I feel like that when you're in that type of like environment in the industry, like, you know, like comedians can say a lot of crazy stuff. So even though that might've been a trigger, like maybe you should talk to him afterwards and not took it upon yourself to, Go and react right there and then. Move some furniture backstage. Yeah, you could have done that. Like, I'm, could have been sh- like, he could have yelled like, "Yeah, Chris, I'll see you after whatever, whatever." But I mean, nah. nah. Man, I so you're not gonna let me smack someone up in your honor? Okay, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. I, I know. I mean, that's why. Thanks for saving my career, by the way. If that was there. <laughs> <laughs> what about if it would have been vice versa? What would you have done? Somebody's saying something about you because they're talking about the couch. You're the famous person, <laughs> and I go crazy. I, w- would I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Let, no, I wouldn't let you do that. I would. I, w- I wouldn't. Would you help me back, or what would you done? What What would I have done if it was <laughs> the other way around? Yeah. Had you walked up there, I would have flipped the table and be like, "Yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> we're here, baby." <laughs> no, of course. We're here. Yeah, no, nah, you wouldn't have done that. No, nah, I wouldn't have done that. Yeah, I probably, well, I think it's an energy shift, right? So you feel the energy shifting. Mm-hmm. And I think you and myself, we probably would have done something like this. Yeah, like held each other down. Like, like I feel the tension in your, in your you legs. right here, okay? Yeah. Right, like I, calm down. Right, calm like, down. like I feel the tension in your Namaste. legs. Like you about to get up. Like, please don't do this. Yeah, don't do that. Don't embarrass me. Yeah. yeah. No. But but I but yeah, I can also sad. I can I can also say, um, no matter how mad you get, please don't take a dump on my side of the bed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll make sure not to do that. You I'm know, thinking about not. <laughs> no. like, I told you I wanted fish. <laughs> no, I do that. no, that's pretty nasty. 
Yeah, I mean, so the the episode is is about love and relationships, right? Yeah. And you know, we just you and I we had this conversation during the week talking about the Amber Heard Johnny Depp situation. I think just it was it was so sick the back and forth. I think both of them when they were when they were in it they liked it. People are so crazy. I think I I think they liked it. Say about it. Yeah. Yeah, they must like. I mean. They had to, because you saw how they were acting in, in court. and Messy, it's just messy, a lot. messy. Like, it was like a TV show. So late, so in the conversation, we, we're going to make reference to that. It's, yeah. it's hard to maintain a real relationship when you have two bro- two fractured beings trying to become one. Yeah. That's like you, you'll never be able to. F- you have to figure that, this stuff out. Yeah. You have to I figure agree. yourself out before you jump into something like that. So Chanel, this is all right. So this is where we're going with this. What what did love look like for young Chanel? You know, what were some of your influences? What do you think of it? Well, I mean, I grew up in a loving home <clears throat> with a mom and dad and a brother, and um, I mean, my parents have always been like, you know how some parents they won't give each other kids a hug in front of their kids. Right. Like that wasn't the case in our house. Okay. All right. Um, so I was used to seeing them loving each other and they were used to saying the the like they said I love you and stuff like that. I've seen on and heard so many stories about parents not telling their kids they love them. They might show right. by acting, but I think it's really important to actually hear that word. Like, for instance, with our children we both tell them every single day, multiple times a day, that we love them. Like, you know, when we take them to school or daycare, right. like, see you later. We love you. Have a good day. Like, I think it's so important to not be afraid of using that word. And my parents have never been afraid of that. Yeah, I mean, for me, uh, shout out to Tony and Charlotte. <laughs> exactly. Shout out to the, in, the in-laws. The in-laws, yeah. Yeah. They are also members of the Couch family, of course. of course. They're always checking in every week. But it, it's very interesting that you say that because it's it's important to have those figures in in your presence, right? Yeah. To see it physically, to be to it have is. it be tangible. Yeah. And I had the same the same. You know, yeah. I had I had, you know, two parents in the house and but it's not just about having two parents. You could be one parent too. That's fine no, too. But it's just important to like to not be afraid of telling your your children that you love them. Yeah, I mean, from the from like, of course with the children. It's important to hear that. But for me, I'm I'm going from the perspective of the re- the actual relationship yeah, because they can't yeah, yeah. be that you know they can't be the children without no the parents, true. right? That's true. And we talked about this in the last episode that we had together. Yeah. Um, but I, th- I think the, the, the love aspect is very important and it's, it's yeah. all, it's also good to see two people backing each other up. Yeah. You know, I think that's important as well. You know, right there in the house, you know, even in the good and the bad times, like you on a united front. Of course. So the kids, you know, for myself, it felt like, okay, like, yeah, like, yeah, this is pretty cool. And then we had some other examples around us as well. I mean, we didn't know the inner workings, but no. They stood on a united front when they exactly came around us, right? Yeah. yeah. So that was kind of how I came up as well. You know, I, I had some really good examples uh, yeah. about you know in regards to relationships and things of that mm-hmm. nature. All right, so let me let me ask you this, and I got my notes here. I'm going to make sure I don't miss anything. All right, 
so when was that first time that you felt you were in love? You don't have to go into into any details oh, because I won. Details. I won. You know, you don't have to go and <laughs> say any names or nothing. I, I got you. I got you locked in. But when was, when was that first time that you had that experience? How old I was? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know, 12, 13 or something. Mm-hmm. I like this boy. I'm not going to say any names. No, because uh, he, he might be know. around somewhere. <laughs> exactly. He lives next door right now. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, you know I had that feeling. I guess it's, I don't know how you guys have it, but with girls, it's like, you know, constantly thinking about the boy, like writing his name when you're in school, you're sitting with your piece of paper, writing his name, making hearts and all this, and <laughs> you and me forever, all that stuff. And then just like, you know, the butterflies in your stomach. Yeah. Just thinking about him all the time, thinking that this is going to be your future husband. Yeah, you always think like, this is going to last forever. <laughs> I think that's forever. a girl thing. <laughs> I don't know if you guys think about that. I doubt it. But girls, yeah, they will think about next level. Babies, house, and everything. Like, where are we going to be living? And yeah, er- that's like a girl thing. Early on, I, I was I was that type of guy. You know, that type of boy, if you will. Yeah. I was thinking to myself, like, yeah. It's gonna last forever, <laughs> and then three the months later, love. the summer comes. Like she's kissing on another boy. Like, yeah, man, I yeah. I got some PTSD from from that from my early relationships. <laughs> I'm trying to work through that. Yeah, and no. we all had our heart broken at some point. Of course. Yeah, I think that's, the response is important, though. though. So I think that's not gonna say it's a good thing in the moment, but that's a part of part of uh, life and growing. Yeah, and it's also yeah. about the response too, man. Right? Yeah, it is. It you know, is. if you don't respond well to those types of situations, exactly. you you're going to end up being yeah. a Amber Heard or oh, you know who not. else, you know yeah. whoever else. You know, of course, a lot of other things come into play, but you can't you can't have carryover when it comes to no. these relationships because you know the next one is a fresh experience, right? That's Something true. new. That's true. But puppy love is is fun. Yeah. I mean, I I definitely experienced that going to I sleep even on the see telephone. With our daughter, I think there's somebody she likes at school. When you mention his name, yeah, hey, don't like, hey. we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to her. <laughs> She's having natural feelings as a very very young person. Yeah. No, but you know my, <clears throat> I had of course I feel like it's kind of the same. Everyone goes through that phase where they meet that person for the first time and it's like oh, I love you. But, you know, looking back on it, I have a different perspective. I think I, I don't just... think I said I love you that early. I mean, maybe my mom and dad would remember, but um, I don't re- recall that. But I definitely was what I thought was in love. But Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I used that big word. I love you. Okay. Well, say, Not save to the that, person. I'll probably say it, like, you know, write it on a note or something. Yeah. 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 Hmm. I heard you were a player back in the day. Okay, next question. Um, so, did you did you have this idea of like this fairy tale wedding when you were coming up? Did no. you? You okay? You never no, had. No, I've never been one of those girls like right. planning their wedding in their head from day ten. No, that has never <laughs> been me. <laughs> okay. I mean, I knew I wanted to get married, of course, but I wasn't like a dreamer like that. Got to be a big castle, a big dress, and yeah. A thousand people there and stuff like that. Nah, that has never been me. 
of course, it's the same thing. You know, I mean, I, I think it would be a little weird for a young man to say, <laughs> I want my wedding to be this, you know, but, the, but the crazy th- probably some, but yeah, I don't think it's uh, something boys think about. Yeah. But the crazy thing about, you know, so we kind of progressing into, into like the real years where you really start to feel stuff. Yeah. I was told at a very young age, never like, don't settle, don't settle too early. And it was kind of beaten into my brain because it's like, get out there and figure it out. You know, talk to different girls and hang out. And this was, this was what was given to me. And of course I'm a young, I'm a young man. Right. So I, I did that. <laughs> I did it. Like, oh, I, you know, here comes even... the truth. Yeah, I did that. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I tried yeah. to figure it out. Yeah, you got to. No, but I, to be honest with you, I'm actually happy that I got that information. Yeah. Because imagine we, you know, we know of some people and we see different stories yeah, yeah. where people I get mean, into a marriage works, and they, yeah. th- their minds are racing and they're trying to. They haven't. They haven't figured anything out. No. They have. They don't know what they really like and what they really yeah. dislike. But they're in love, so they just jump into it. Yeah. So I I'm, think that's I'm, important in life in general, like with love or work or whatever it is, to try different versions of the same thing. Yeah. Like just figure it out. What's you? What's not you? Like, what will you tolerate? What won't you tolerate? And stuff like that. Yeah. I. Th- I think. I. I appreciated getting that information because, you know, now I'm in a place where I'm not wandering. Mm. I I yeah. made the decision mm-hmm. and I'm, 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 I'm good. Like yeah. we're good, you know? Yeah. All right. So the, so we, we kind of pushing through the adult times. All mm-hmm. right. Let me, let me, all right. So get your notes. Of course. I don't want cause I want to make sure that it's, it's, it's on point. <laughs> So when did you say the L word for the first time? And again, don't no say his name. Don't say no names. No, don't say um, it. Uh, I was probably like 17, 16, 17. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Thinking I was grown. Right. Like, like you actually knew what time it was. Yeah, exactly. I know everything about love. Mama. Having a boyfriend where, you know, I think when you're that age, you are just trying to be grown up so fast. Like we gotta do what grown ups do. Like we gotta be a little union, little family. Now we're really grown, and of course, yeah, that's the man I'm gonna marry. Which it wasn't, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, that's classic for a girl, right? Yeah, because, I mean, just think, in 2010, you would have saw me, and you'd have been like, yo, I got this square at the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's from South Carolina? South Carolina. Oh, he got that twang on his voice. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I was a little bit older at that time, but yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think I was like 17, 16, 17. I started, use, I started using did, the yeah, L. When did you do it? Around the same like time, or something. Around, around, <laughs> <laughs> I started. 
I started using it around that time. But what I what I came to find out what, what I came to find out was when I was saying that you know I love you back mm -hmm. then. I think I don't. It's, I came to find that it wasn't I love you. I love being around you. Yeah, because that's the difference between you know like I mean I'm American too, right? But grew up in Denmark, but. Yeah. In Denmark, you don't use the ja elskarai, that's the Danish word right, or right. sentence for I love you. Yeah. Um, you don't use that like as frequently as you do in the States. Like everybody will freaking say I love you over there. Love you. Like it's just so like I get what you're saying because that's kind of how I feel that people use it over there. Like do you really mean it every time when you say I love you? Because people use it a lot in the States. Do, do you want to hear a disgusting fact yes, about the hear. I love you word mm -hmm. uh, phrase? <laughs> Some young men. Oh, I don't I'm not going to say I it was me. going to stop here. Yeah. Some young men use that phrase to close the deal. Yeah. You know, I love you. But I'm I, sure people do that here, too. I would I never. Think that's... I would never hurt you. <laughs> you know, I love you. And then <gasps> next thing you know, me. horizontal poker, baby. Yeah. At least that's what you think, and right? The next day, you want to meet my mom? Nah, you know what? Uh, <laughs> no, I got to go. <laughs> I'll talk to you. <laughs> Do you remember that episode of Fresh Prince? Well, Will, he had a girlfriend, and she wasn't like, you know, she wasn't down with it. And yeah. this dude went and eloped with her and <laughs> got her to the hotel room. He was like, listen, you're going to hate me for this, but. I only got married so we could, you know. Yeah, exactly. And she punched him in the face. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's real life, man. I'm not going to say that I did anything like that. Of course not. Because every time I said it, I meant it. You meant it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, really? Uh, all right. No. <laughs> I love being around you uh, when you're happy. I love what we're doing, but. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I love hanging out. Yeah. I Like, I. I, I feel it in my and gut. You're all right. <laughs> but you, but but what I came to find out about love is love is about sacrifice. Oh yes. And it when is. you're young, you don't you don't know anything about that. Compromising and sacrificing. Right? Compromising, sacrifice. Yeah, yeah you time. don't know that no. when it's like puppy love. You, you really don't. No, you just you know you, or you like being when around you're that young person. Young adult, you don't know. Yeah. The t so I'll go into this. So. From from that space and place and time, you know, being a young guy, I really didn't find out what love was until I saw my mom going out. Mm. And I didn't. All right. So I'm going to paint a picture. So my idea of love was loving to be around someone. I wasn't really about the sacrificing part of it because it's just like sacrifice for what? You know, like, mm. I mean, I like you. I don't want us to have any problems, but, you know, I'll be nice. I'll, I'll be respectful. But I didn't know about the the real commitment. I didn't know about everything that went into it. This is how I found out, and hopefully I'm not too long-winded. So um, I went home to see my mom when she was, like, at her end, and... When I got there, all of our family was there, you know, aunt, uncles, grandma, you know, basically 
there for, for every step. Anything she yeah. needed, they were there. But the thing that really blew my mind, and at that time I was all I was all over the place in my thinking. So I was in my autopilot mode. The thing that I I took the most from that time period was with all of these people that she loved and cared about, the person that she wanted to help her. do for the do for her the most mm-hmm. was her husband. Mm-hmm. And it blew my mind. It's like your mom is here, your sister's here, like you. You know, uh, we we have a cousin who's very close, who's basically like her sister. She's she's available to help, but she was like, "Nope, I want my husband to make sure that I'm good and take care of me, all that stuff." And I was just like, "Yeah." What whatever I was feeling in that moment actually, it actually because because I, like I said, I was on autopilot, mm-hmm. but that was the thing. That when it happened, showed it, you about love. Yeah, it just yeah. that was the one thing that I was like, "Yo, is this really happening?" So until she left here, she wanted, of course, she appreciated the family being there, but she wanted to care from her husband. Mm-hmm. And after I came out of the place that I was in, I said, "Yeah, I want that for me." I, I want to have that type of peace, you know, 60 years from now, where it's you and I hmm. taking care of each other. Exactly. And I know I'm good because I got you there. Yeah. So I, want, I wanted that for me, you know, yeah. and that was the first time that I really saw what love meant. And that's yeah. when the a big change started to happen for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get that. Like, that's kind of like a beautiful story in a sense. Like, man, how important it is and how you can rely on your better half. That's really your better half. Of course. Like, that you want them to, you want them instead of your immediate family. That's, that's really big. But I get it. Like, because in some way, I could imagine... Like in a lot of in a lot of situations that you don't want to, I wouldn't necessarily call it a burden because you're not a burden to your family. But no, in some way you probably still think that in some situations like that. Yeah, I think I would. I think I would. Yeah, but I like. I understand it, right? Yeah. But it's still it's still baffling to me to this day. Yeah. Like he's just like, nah, mom, I'm like yeah. I'm no, nah. he 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 got it, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And and I I told you it was a bit it, it just created a big change in my mind, in my body, in my spirit, everything. Yeah. In that in that same year I got another epiphany in regards to love and what it meant to me. So you came home with me for Christmas. Yeah. You came back to Spain with me. I was in Spain at that time. Exactly. And then you stayed with me for a week, and then you went back to Copenhagen. And I tell this story all the time. Um, when when you ended up going back to Copenhagen, the day you left, when I went to bed that day, I had I had the vision, I had the dream, you know, I had the the signal, the transmission sent. And that transmission said, 
boy, you better marry her. I could hear my mom. <laughs> boy, you better marry that girl. You better do it. Do it now. What were you thinking at that time? Did you were you even thinking you about marriage? You hear what I was thinking? I was calling my parents because at that time we'd known each other for like some years. Yeah. And I was like, to my mom was like, he's never going to marry me. Like almost crying, calling like, it's never going to happen. And at that time my parents knew, right? And my mom was like, oh, it'll be all right. Like, you know, she couldn't say anything. <laughs> I know she was probably laughing at me at some point. Like, girl, you have no idea. But I knew I wanted to be with you. But I also understood the stuff that you've been going through that year that maybe your headspace wasn't there. So I was really shocked when it happened. I have to admit. But that's the thing. that I got that dream that was so powerful and so, I, I like, I still feel the shocks that I got yeah. that night. Like, I kept waking up. I was trying to sleep. I kept waking up. The next day, I called my family, and then I called your parents, and I said, hey, yeah. we about to get married. Like. <laughs> Everybody was just, you hear people screaming on the phone. Like, it was like, yeah. Like, it was. I can hear your aunt right now yeah. <laughs> as we speak. Yeah. What? Yeah. Like, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it was it was a a really heavy moment. And I don't think I would have gotten, excuse me. I don't think I would have gotten to that moment had I not experienced what I experienced with my mom. Yeah. So, there's like this poetic mm element to her leaving us right yeah like she's gone but she was able to leave drop a jewel on me exactly that said find you an amazing woman you know and that and go on the journey together hand in hand Mm -hmm. that's what i got yeah from her leaving on top of other things but you know we talking about the (laughs) l-o-v-e um yeah so yeah, we got we got engaged and it was just like we did. all right, cool. Let me ask you this. This is something that's important and I don't think a lot of people really understand this part. I was I was a I was a I wouldn't say I was a an asshole, but you there I went through a period where you could have been like, ah eh. mm. why what did you see in me? that kept you saying like all right let me let me let me let this dude figure it out what what was it hmm yeah was it anything or, or was it just like i mean i really like first of all of course i i loved you but i also love to like be around you like i love what we had and i was just like i don't know what it is with this guy like why can't he figure it out? Like, what is he going to figure it out? Um, but I can't even really pinpoint what it was, but I just knew I wanted you. Yeah. You were very I, patient with me. And, and, and <laughs> very patient. Yeah. But that's part of love too, right? No. Nah. And, and the thing is like, I mean, even talking about, the couch, yeah. what we have right here. You saw this in me four years ago. Yeah. And you told me, do it. For me, I wasn't in the right mindset, but it, for some reason, you always have seen the better in me, even when I didn't 
Of course. Display it, right? Mm-hmm. So you know it was something they mean. It was the same way in terms of our relationship. Like you let me grow. But of course, you say it wasn't that easy. about me. But at the same time, you see the exact same thing about myself. Like, I think that's probably why we match so well. And I think that's probably pretty normal in, well, some relationships, probably not all. But yeah. you always see the better in your partner. Like, you always want what's best for them. You always, like, try to encourage them. Well, or you should. Right. <laughs> um, but... Like, both you and I are our worst uh, critics. Like, you are when it comes to basketball and other stuff, right? And I am too, like, when it comes to work. And both of us, like, try to cheer each other on and try to, like, make a seed in a different angle. Like... Yeah. We compliment each other very well. Yeah, we do. And... I'm telling you, like when I got that, when I got that, that vision, when I felt what I felt in that moment, I was actually happy that I was able to reward you with the man that you, to, to be the man that you deserve. Mm. And I was fully committed to it. And this is what I was saying earlier. You know, mean, you know, when I said like, I was, I was happy that I went out there and had those, you know, different experiences dating here and there. And knowing what I didn't like and having those not work out because I felt like all of these things did not work out because I w- we were meant to be yeah. together. Yeah. And it, that would not have happened had you not been patient with me and saw the better man in me. Yeah. And, true. you know, just speaking on, you know, just sometimes spe- you just can't explain why you can't explain it. And I know you, you say everybody has a why. Oh, yeah. yeah the why is important. Yeah. And it, and can't it, explain this. And another thing is, you know, you know, for the people who are out here single now, I think, you know, as we get older, especially in our age group, yeah. if you don't have someone right now, you you kind of want a finished product. Yeah. And because we're older, a lot of people are either settling for people who they know aren't yeah. really ready <laughs> or. Trying to form them. Yeah, or they just have a short leash. So it's like, Mm -hmm. this person makes a mistake. All right, I'm done with this person. So it it becomes a cycle, right? And fortunately, you took your time and said, all right, let me see what this guy got going on. And I was actively working on myself as well. And I'm glad you're saying that because what you just said right before in terms of like people nowadays, okay, we sound really old when we're saying this. I don't mean these like young that. whippersnappers, but <laughs> but a lot of people who are single today and out on the dating market, one way or the other, they have so many requirements, like you said, to how they want their partner to be and what not to be, and like it's down to clothing to almost what they eat. Like it's yeah. just too detailed, and I'm thinking like. If you have all these requirements, that must mean that you have something to work with yourself because what makes you like being the judge of how other people should be like, are you that perfect? Like, have you ever heard this saying like you need to bring something more to the table than the napkins? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And I think it's really like sad that people are trying to put each other into these boxes. Like, it's like it's a manual or something, like a recipe for 
finding the perfect uh, partner in life. You got to let it like, work itself out. Yeah, be patient and be like, be okay with one another. Like, be okay with the mistakes that we make. And of course, there's limits, right? And there's like, I mean, you can't just go ahead and go crazy, but you got to be a little bit more open-minded. So, so this is my thing when it comes to relationships, and this is what I've learned. So I have a one-to-one theory. So in order to make a relationship successful and long-lasting and full of love and vibrant, you have to be one whole person on this side, and you need to be one whole person on, on this side. side. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that these whole pieces aren't bruised, aren't bandaged, no. aren't, you know, they don't have scars. I'm not saying that these are two pristine pieces. I'm okay. saying that these pieces, these individual pieces are whole and they're coming together Kinda to like make one, right? Yep. To, mean, to make one, you need it. You need an X and a Y to make one. Yep. This, this is, this is my approach on relationships. Mm-hmm. And for you and I, fortunately, you know, yeah. of course I had some, some traumas and some things that I was dealing with, but when it came to our relationship, when I made the commitment, I was a whole person. Exactly. No matter what I went through prior to that. And once you have that approach, when it comes down to it, you know, and things, you know, someone is fractured or broken, you know, in certain periods of time, you, then you can pick each other up. But you can't get into these relationships and you don't have your, your own individual being put That's together. Like you, like, like you just... Either the other person is pouring into an empty glass mm-hmm. or you are pouring in, into a, a, you know, half full glass or whatever. And then you get a toxic situation such as the one we talked about earlier yeah. in the episode. Yeah. Two broken individuals trying to come together to make one. Yeah. It's never going to work. It's not going to work. work. I agree. Yeah. So shout out to the one to one. All right, Chanel. Now we had marriage. Would you yeah. say you're in a happy marriage? Of course. <laughs> Did I put you on the spot? Yeah, you did. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I do. We are most definitely in a happy marriage. All right. So so what what do you prioritize in marriage? Because everybody's different, right? Yeah. Well, what I do you mean, prioritize? Happiness. <laughs> that's easy. Yeah, uh, that's that's a, yeah. Of course, but compromises like or compromising is probably one of the the keywords. Um, Do you think it's but, hard to make those compromises? No. Or is it just like, all right, this is what this, I, this is what I do. Yeah, nah. I think it got uh, easier with time, of course, like getting to know each other better throughout the years. But um, one thing that had made it really different from earlier is probably when when we became parents. Oh yeah. Because uh, then. That's when you found out like how the definition of compromise, I think. Yeah, because <laughs> not only are children. we compromising for each other, we have to but we gotta make comprom- those same Exactly. And sacrifices, know. of course. Yeah. Um of course I knew it prior to that, but I think that's when it really uh kicked in. Yeah, so. I mean so so compromising compromising and sacrificing is big and you know, I have to give you your flowers, right? I have to give you yeah. your praise yeah, for even that. sacrificing and compromising for my 
career because yeah. you are a basketball wife. Yeah. I All right. So we're not on VH1. <laughs> you know, we're not on the show, but you've um, you've really allowed me to explore this basketball world, and I mean that's that's a part of the game. And you took it, it like a trooper, and you pumped me up, and you always in my ear telling me, "Hey, man, you need to take some more shots, bro." Like you know, you're yeah. always doing stuff like that, and <clears throat> you know, I really appreciate it. So these are some of the things that I prioritize. Yeah. With us being married, uh, excuse me, married. The first thing is, like you said, sacrificing, compromise. Yeah. Uh, what's another one? But also, like, enjoying being together. Like, having fun, like, exploring new things, adventures, like. So we have maintained our friendship. Yeah. We, we've, we've kept the friendship in, intact. Yeah. And I think that will last longer than anything. Yeah. We like true. being around each other. You know, yeah. when we go out and, I mean, of course, I love our kids, but I love when we go and hang out and just act yeah, like and young. and just be us again. Yeah, right? like like it was, you know, <clears throat> before we silly, had them, right? having, Yeah, exactly. We could enjoy, we, we can enjoy each other. In another way. Yeah. When the kids are there. Yeah, and it's really I, fun. I agree. And, uh, you know, I'm happy that we still have that. Yeah, So it, when things get jacked up, because that's how it goes in relationships. I mean, they do. Yeah, we can always fall back on the fact that we have our friendship intact, in and we <clears throat> we really we take care of that. Yeah, and I tell people all the time, I, um, I'm not doing this marriage thing again. Yeah. <laughs> so if you decide that you want somebody who's six, he eight, six, he's nine, gonna, he's gonna live in the house with us. That's what he said. Oh man, what? <laughs> no, you can you can get a new guy. I'm I'm gonna have the basement. I want the man cave. Well, yeah. give me a PlayStation. Seven or whatever is out at that time, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm just gonna kick back. Y'all can y'all can do your thing. I'm gonna be right there in the house. You don't have to worry about that. Yeah, yeah, but that's true. But also another like uh, I think that's important is like loyalty. Oh yeah, because I mean, if you don't, I mean, you gotta know that the person you with got your back, like regardless, because right. we're both gonna make decisions and doing stuff that might not make sense and where you're like, oh, that probably wasn't the best thing to do, but right. you have to have each other's back regardless of anything. But I think the loyalty goes to, you know, of course it goes to commitment and stuff like that, but yeah. it, it also speaks to how you treat people when we're not together. Yeah, yeah. So when I'm out in the street, I'm not doing anything that would, disrespect you because of the loyalty to you like you know we we're willing to lay our lives on the line for each other so just imagine going out in the street and being like something that would make you that would disappoint you or Mm -hmm. vice versa right yeah that's true so loyalty is big too yeah another thing so we love being together but another thing that we do well is we respect each other's space yeah so we can be here together. Mm-hmm. We we can be existing in the same space, but yeah. doing different things. <laughs> exactly. So you like you you love reality TV. I'm not the biggest <laughs> fan of it. Some reality TV, okay? What do you call it? Here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, call nah, it what it's you true. want. No, nah. but that's important though. Let's get back and to I, reality and I still TV. Like, it's important yeah. to watch something stupid when you've been like. 
going at work, using your brain, and then you got to come home to something where you don't have to think. You just got to look and have a good laugh. No, 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 I just no. need to say that. No, that makes sense. And see, it's the same thing for me because I yeah. still play video games. Yeah, yeah. You know, I know all of the guys that I play with, the 35 plus, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. I think everyone needs that release. And exactly. we do a great job of not interfering in that release period. Yeah. You know, especially when you put the kids down to sleep or you get a couple of hours during the day. Like, we don't really interrupt each other no. unless we speak about it. Hey, you want to watch Bel Air or you want to watch yeah. this? Or, you know, yeah. So I I really enjoyed that yeah, I because, as well. to be honest with you, I'm, I don't want to talk about nothing before, but <laughs> I've had, I've, I've experienced situations where I was oversaturated. Yeah. I felt claustrophobic and no yeah like i hate that too like for the record we don't even share like covers in bed because i just want my own like i'm an independent woman like yeah we don't share covers we don't share the blanket and you know i got a little i got a little action where i like to tuck the blanket in between my kneecaps (laughs) i don't like my knees touching and stuff exactly it's just too hot to share that but um yeah I like the fact, too, that we can be in the same room and doing completely separate and different things and still, like, enjoy being together, actually having a great night, even though we might not really speak before (laughs) we say goodnight, but then we still have had a good time and we've been in, like, with each other. It's kind of a situation where you're watching a show and you... And we're not even talking like for three hours, but it's like, look, 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 look. <laughs> hey, look at this. <laughs> yeah, and then we go back to doing what we do. No, I really, I really, I'm, I'm so thankful for that. Yeah, because you can be yourself. Well. I mean, yeah, it's, that's it's important. important. Like being yourself and not feeling like you have to, like, please the other person and compromising with your own self. Yeah, like all the time, what, what you believe in, right? Right. Not all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing that I'm I'm happy about is that our communication is growing. Yeah. So I come from South Carolina. You are a Danish American, and I think our communication styles were different. Yeah. And over time, especially with some of the things that I have gone through personally, mm-hmm. I've become more open because I feel like that's that's my that's one of the tools I can use to survive. Yeah. So I'm becoming more open and my communication is even more direct than it may have been before. Yeah. But also you are coming into that space too. So I feel like we can take a deep breath when things ain't going that well, when something gets mm-hmm. misconstrued. Did I, did I say misconstrued? Should I should I Google that word? I'm probably going to, I'm going to Google that one. <laughs> I don't want to embarrass myself. But, um, yeah, when, when things get a little twisted up, I think now we are actively going into a space where we're communicating better. Yeah. And we're, we're taking a deep breath first mm-hmm. before we speak. And then it's like, all right, this is how I feel. Yeah. And we go from there. I, I, I really appreciate that, you know, as well. So it's But also ex- accepting that that's how you feel because, I mean, we don't agree on everything. No, but, um, absolutely not. We're good at uh, listening or have gotten better at listening to each other and um, and try to see it from each point of view right. and just accepting, okay, we might not agree on this, but um, that's just how it's going to be. But I respect that you feel the way you feel. That's okay. 
Yeah. That's, yeah. that's important too. Like you can't be right on everything. Even though I feel like, of course, that I'm right all the time. Well, but, of course uh, you do. <laughs> but I yeah. also know a little common sense that I'm not. Yeah. Because nobody's perfect. Nah. And again, what is perfect? Yeah, I mean, what what is, what is a perfect relationship like? Yeah. I mean, it's it's really about how you feel in that moment. Does it complete you? Does it does it help you towards? becoming a better person yeah and each day even when we go at it or have disagreements or whatever it's just like i mean i don't dislike her we just don't agree right now so we're gonna take a deep breath and boom we're gonna hit it but we actually i'll say 99 percent of the time we never even when we have a disagreement we always go to bed happy (laughs) Mm -hmm. like i think that's important too and even though we might have a disagreement in the morning, we always say, like, have a great day and I love you. Because, I mean, in reality, you never know what's going to happen. You don't want the last thing to be a disagreement without having the I love you on the way. Yeah, more times than not, it ain't that serious anyway. No, exactly. That's that's my approach. So, so you know, they, like, they, they have a way to, so they have this love languages book out. I, I think it's great. You know that people have that. Um, I was actually suggested that book some years ago, and I was like, "Listen, I know how to watch game film. I know how to watch tendencies. I am not trying to find. I'm not. I'm not reading a book about love languages. <laughs> no, it's like a strategic book or what? So they, I, it's it's like five different, five different things that would. It's, it's basically quantifying who you're dealing with. So, okay. if you so your, if your love language your love language is like uh, gifts, mm-hmm. that means you you're are your this person. Yeah, you are a happier person when you get physical oh, gifts, or you are happier when uh, with physical touch. So, physical touch is one of them, right? So I was suggested that way back by another female. And I was just like, man, I'm not reading this crap. <laughs> like, Because the thing is, like, if I'm paying, a t- pay attention. Yeah. Pay attention to your woman. Pay attention to your man. That's the key. Pay attention. Right? Like, yeah. I don't need, I don't, I'm not reading a book on that. No. Basically, the, no. the it should be love languages. And. The first page and the last page, you have your acknowledgments to the publisher and mama and grandma and everybody. But the first page and the last page just say, pay attention. That should that should have been the book. That's the book. Matter <laughs> of fact, hey, don't take my idea. I'm about to write that. I'm about, I'm about to publish that uh, book, man. Yeah. No, I agree. It sounds like a recipe for love. Like, that's just not how reality is. Yeah. You can't. Once again, we talked about it earlier. You can't put people in boxes. You just can't. Like, and and it's like, how can you quantify love? Like, it's a feeling. It's a to be so. When yeah, people, and and it's, it's a feeling that can change with time and over the years. Like, how are you gonna put that in a book? How do they know how I'm gonna feel in two years? Like, how like it just don't make sense. I don't know. 
But that that book has the same effect on me as a Steve Harvey <laughs> Think Like a Man book. Like, it's just like yeah. word. But um, but yeah, could you imagine being single right now? Uh, in the, no. running them streets? No, <laughs> really good. Like when we talk to our single friends, both yeah. male and females, like. It just sounds exhausting. Like, I feel sorry for them at times, especially during Corona. I felt really sorry for them. Um, but no, like, all those stories, they like they will tell you about these people that they're meeting. And again, people put you in a box. And no, like, it's just too too hard. Like, imagine having to start all over again. Like, cause it's a process, Dealing right? With the getting small to talk. know, getting to get to this like part of your relationship, it takes time and effort and work, hard work, good times, bad times. Like, no, I don't want to do that again. <laughs> yeah, and it's it almost gets to the point where it's like, all right, are you? Do you have any warrants for your name? Yeah. Are you cool? Do you like to slash tires? Oh, yeah. Um. You know, do you have any crazy exes? Yeah, I would be a little bit Let's move in together. Yeah, I would be scared. Like, what am I going to meet? Like, is he going to kill me? Like, But, I mean, you hear a lot of scary stories, right, about people who go on dates and a lot of crazy stuff happens. Or even start dating somebody for a while. This is some of the shows that I watch. Of course. They end up dead somewhere. Bro, look at this. (laughs) Yeah, nah. No. She not. met this man at McDonald's, and yeah, no, no, I'm no. How do you feel about it? Being single, yeah. I would definitely have a PlayStation Five by now. <laughs> I tell you that much. Catch, catch, catch me online. All right, pull, pull up on me online. I don't know, like after after the COVID year and everything, I I don't even. Like, clubs make me feel weird just yeah. being that close to so many people that I don't know. But in reality, who do you, like, how many people do you know who met at a club for the first time? One thing is, like, maybe knowing the person a little bit and then seeing each other at the club and going from there. But how many do you know who actually found a significant other in the club? I can't say I found too many. Same here. I just don't. Let me, let me, For let me, me and that's completely me, it, like, I can't say how everybody else feel, but I don't think that would be a place I'll find somebody. Yeah. I knew a guy one time that found a girl he fell in love with uh, in a threesome. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So many people. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I don't yeah, know, I man. mean... I guess safe somebody, to say that didn't somebody last. believed that you can find love everywhere, right? Yeah, <laughs> safe to say that yeah. that didn't really last that long. Uh. No, but but you know, shout out to to all my single folks out here trying to figure oh, yeah. it out. I will, listen again, one to one. If you love yourself, you are ready ready to love someone else. Exactly, love yourself but first. Start with loving yourself. Love Please. yourself first. It'll make the process so much easier. I'm on the team of me until it's time to be on the team of we. <laughs> you and me. <laughs> Hello. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I got the formula. I'm telling you, I'm releasing a book. 
a one page book. <laughs> Not even one page. Yeah. Yeah, so um listen, uh Chanel. Rob. Season one. Oh yeah, season one, Rob. I should tell like I should say that to you. You did it. Yeah. How do you feel? I don't know how I feel. It's <laughs> it's it's been there've been some changes along the way. Yeah. And I swear I can't wait to let folks know what's going on next. Yeah, you know, but I understand. It's it's been growing. It's been a it's been a really enjoyable process. Yeah. Like I really I'm really passionate about it. I can tell. Like I can tell how like I'll really say hyped you are about it. Like you just seem so much happier with doing this than you have with a lot of other things. Yeah, this and this yeah, go this ahead, is go like your third baby, really. Yeah. It 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 really is. Yeah. And you know, right now I'm taking care of everything. I'm doing the content, I'm editing shows, I'm editing videos, I'm I'm doing everything and you know, the beautiful thing about it all is that there's some real ideas popping off. And the, it's not only the ideas, it's that I'm now following through and executing mm -hmm. these things that are in my head. So I'm now practicing writing more. So when I do get these good ideas, either I'm putting, in, uh, putting it in my, my notes on my phone or I'm pulling out the pen and jotting it in my pad. You know, we, we had this is yeah. the 14th episode. Yeah, you're constantly thinking about it. Sometimes I'll look at you and I'm like, hey, did you listen? Like, are you there? You're like, oh, I'm just thinking about something about the show. And I'm like, okay. Like, yeah. you're really in it. You are fully committed. Yeah, I'm I'm fully committed. But, but the thing is, like, you're, you're like right there with me. You know, you, you're right there pushing me. And when I'm, when I'm pitching these crazy ideas, like there have been a couple of times where you've said, Nah, that ain't it, Chief. Mm -hmm. Like you, you know, and I, I appreciate the fact that you're active in making this thing happen, because what I want for it to turn into is something that you and I can work on together. Yeah. You know, I, 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 and we talk yeah. about manifestation on the show, right? Exactly. I want, I want this to be our thing, yeah. eventually. And it will. It will. No, nah, it's I gonna happen. I don't uh, doubt it one bit. I will say this, like, yeah, I might be pushing you, but you are the one that's doing the actual work, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you are good at what you're doing. So I appreciate continue it. on doing what you're doing, and I know you're going to, what did they say? The sky's the limit? Sky is the limit, and you know that you keep on, just keep on pressing <laughs> on. <laughs> Not the singing, just do what you're doing right now. All right. <laughs> Listen, call me in for your karaoke events. <laughs> I've been practicing, oh right? Yeah, yeah. I've been you practicing. Have. Call and me in for your karaoke events. We know somebody else who can help you with uh, the karaoke we saw last weekend. Oh, shout out to my boy, Kevin Kev, <laughs> the karaoke king. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, but but season one, the, you know, it's it's a wrap. We pushing on to season two. We have some amazing stuff planned. 
in the next couple of weeks. It's a lot of people just reaching out to us, just telling us that we're doing some great stuff. And um, man, like, I, like I said, I wanted I wanted to end the way that it started. It started with you. It started with your support. And, uh, you know, in a lot of these shows, when I'm recording, you take the babies, you take take the kids away for a couple of hours. We have been at McDonald's thing. many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You taking the kids away while I'm recording. Yeah. So I can have peace when I'm when I'm putting stuff together. You there for all of the technical difficulties I've had, you know, in terms of like setting certain things up. Oh man, I'm 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 really excited and I'm happy that you know we've gotten to this point. Yeah, I'm happy for you. You're doing amazing. Pound pound. Pound. Yeah. All right, so. You got any anything you want to say to the people? Whatever hey. you want. You were singing. You I'm not trying what? to sing at all. I would not do that to the people who are listening. But I'm, yeah, just keep on following the couch. The rough feels you will not regret. And season two is gonna be legendary, right? Like season one. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's gonna it's gonna be crazy. We can't yeah. wait. Keep on doing what you're doing. You're good at it. That's what I'm talking about. And yeah, since it's about love, I just wanna say I love you. I love you too, baby. <laughs> you said it with a very white voice. I love you, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you a cool fox. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Bad mamma jamma. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, so, hey, season one. It's a wrap on season one. I'll do the hand claps this time. Yeah. Let's go. That's what I'm talking about. Ladies and gentlemen, so you've been here. If if you've been here for the ride, season one is over. Season two is going to come sooner than later. And I can't wait to show you what we have coming next. Ugh. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, but listen, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the conclusion of this episode. She's Chanel Fields, my wife, my rock. I'm Rob Fields. And you know I have to drop that jewel. It costs nothing to be good to someone, so be good to someone today. today. I'm your host, Rob Fields. She's Chanel Fields, and we out of here. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>